fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going, dudes? All of my dudes, how's it going? It's uh, Saturday, February 12th, 2011, episode 58 of The Hotbox. My name is Matt, and this is Sandy. How's it going, Sandy? I've been better. I see you have crutches. You want to... Yes. How, how was coming up the stairs and the crutches? That sucked a little bit. I felt For like sure I should have... I slipped on the ice. I know. I felt, I felt <laughs> so bad. Like, I should have just carried you up them or something. I was like, shit. You totally almost just went down. It was it's, terrible. It's all right. I caught myself before any damage was done. I was just <laughs> thinking, like, what my story was going to be when I bring you back to your house, like, all crippled and just worse <laughs> than you were when you left there. <laughs> I swear I didn't push her down the stairs. She fell on her own. Promise. I promise. <laughs> uh, happy birthday yesterday to our friend Jimmy One in the chat. Maybe swing by his Facebook Yay. page and say happy birthday. How old are you? 45? Oh, 40? oh, I'm just kidding. That was sad. Like 33, right? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you for real, though? For real. He's like my age, right? You're 30. He's like my 31? age, yeah. Okay. Well, happy birthday either way. I, I just say that because you're responsible and, and that is... I, I don't know. Oh. You're just old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jealous because I can't grow facial hair like that. Because I'm 12. <laughs> so, all so, sorts of stuff. This is a live show. You can join us Tuesday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, usually. Today we're a little early, but that's fine. Uh, and you can call us, 406-204-4687. Uh, you can email info at hotboxpodcast.com if you ever have a, a news story or anything like that. You can be our on-the-spot reporter and send us stuff that you think we should uh, that should have our attention and all that. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Be a member of the Facebook group, follow Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, lots of, of Northwest news happening. Montana, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, California. Same same states we usually talk about here and there. Uh, first, let's start out at the home base, as um, we like to tend to do here in Montana. Yeah. Uh, because there's a, there's a pretty big issue uh, going around, kind of like a... Just a nasty STD you just wish would go away <laughs> and stay gone. But they're trying to repeal the bill uh, for medical marijuana. You know, that thing that we all voted for. As we've talked about last uh, Tuesday and the Saturday prior to that. Um, did you know Safe Community Safe Kids? This is the group that's kind of wanting repeal yes. they tried to do the petition a while ago and we made fun of them because they got like 10 signatures yeah um they're apparently the ones that what help sponsor this new repeal well of course because it's not you know, really a bill it's just get rid us, of what's there they want to think about the children right and, and that's their whole play this is. they hold up their kids like their little human shields and they're like but you're hurting the kid. Meanwhile, if this gets repealed, nothing in their life will change. Yeah. Everything will be exactly like it was. Your kids will be no safer or no more in harm's way than they were when people like Ed Bland that have problems that need medical cannabis to help them get through the day. 
mm-hmm. now they're criminals. So what I'm going to propose <clears throat> is that if you're trying to repeal medical marijuana here in Montana, you're the enemy and you're the criminal. Enemy of the state. And see, what we need to do is make... Because basically, if they repeal this bill, they're making all of us criminals. So what we're going to do is preemptively make them criminals before they make us criminals. Yeah, they're that going way, against if the a, voter initiative. If a criminal says you're a criminal, pff, get out of here. Go to jail, criminal. It, you can't say that. So it's there. It's not fair how they're what they're doing at all. It it's not fair. Why are you making me a criminal? Why we, are you making Ed Bland a criminal? What what did we do wrong? We voted this in. This is something that was chosen by the people of the state of Montana. That's right. And we also chose you, politician person who's trying we did to take cho- this away. That's true. That is very true. So why is it you can take that away from us? Maybe we should just take you out of this situation. That's right. Maybe we should just claim that all of us, we're just not going to acknowledge that your law is law. Maybe you're the problem. Maybe. Maybe. There you go. Maybe it's the politicians. (laughs) But seriously, stop it. Not okay. Not okay in in the least. Thumbs down. Big giant thumbs down. So there's an actual, there's a story about this whole snafu. Oh, please. Um, So, and, and I still don't understand horse sense. The headline is horse sense. Do you know what horse sense means? I I have horse sense. Are horses smart? Do horses smoke pot? Are so it's horse sense. Medical marijuana issue hazy at this point. Uh, this time. <laughs> but what is horse sense? I don't understand I, that. I is it because we have horses here? Yeah, like we're, we're the in only Montana. state. We're the only state that has horses. Really bullshit. It's there we have catching readers. That's so crazy. With the legislation nearing its halfway point. Three approaches to addressing Montana's booming medical marijuana are in play, but it's unclear which will ultimately pass. We know which should ultimately pass. And we know which one has made it as far as it has, unfortunately. Right. One would repeal the medical marijuana law altogether on July 1st. Oh, and that's why I wanted to mention that we learned on Facebook today that the Safe Community Safe Kids group they're actually being funded by the LDS, oh, the Mormon Church. Did really? you know that? Really? The Latter-day Saints. They actually, oh. for some reason, the church feels they need to fund a group that wants to make marijuana illegal again. Well, they don't for believe in use. caffeine or anything either. So, so go after Coca-Fucking-Cola. Why are they coming after us? Do you know how many more people are actually really badly addicted to caffeine? Mm, hi. Hi. Has anybody ever seen me not with one of these? Hey, how's your headache when you don't drink one of those at least I a day? I want to shoot myself. So why are they going after that? Like, why are you... This actually helps people. And granted, you can make the same argument for caffeine. Have you seen a call center when they, there's no coffee allowed? <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Lord of the Flies? Because that's what it's like. Yeah. Mass pandemic. I was there back... Back at stream, back in the great coffee crash of 04. <laughs> oh, man. It was it was crazy. Well, even in chaos. my house. I mean, my <clears throat> husband has to have coffee. I have to have Mountain Dew. 
If there isn't one in the house, one of us is leaving. I'm a rock star myself, but... I have to have Mountain Dew. And it has to be very cold. And those are my only requirements. As long as I have that, we're, we're fine. There you go. Totally fine. No <clears> one gets hurt. What would you do if the LDS sponsored a group that said this drug is hurting their kids and they want it made illegal? I would... Caffeine I would, prohibition. I would look at them the same way I look at them about marijuana prohibition. Can you overdose on caffeine? Yes. Can you overdose on marijuana? No. Okay. Interesting. I know, I know. Those caffeine pills, those are dangerous. <laughs> Do you remember that back yes. in the day, like taking those and then driving for like 10 hours straight? Yes. Just like, I love driving. <laughs> gotta God. keep going, gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sitting there just feels so awesome. You're just like, I'm on top of the world in my beat down ass car cruising. Uh, yep. Smoking weed, and guess what? Not actually getting into any accidents. Crazy, huh? Well, and you know what? Not a single person ever points out how dangerous it is that I drink Mountain Dew. Like, well, I mean, they point out that I should. This is your intervention, Sandy. Let me be the first. Your Mountain Dew use is worrying me. You're getting track marks on your arms. I don't appreciate that. Well, you know, caffeine gets you know intravenous. (laughs) IV caffeine use. Yes. Yes. I've been in pathways three times. I just keep relapsing. <laughs> it's everywhere. I have tried. I've, I've tried. petitioned. I've petitioned my grocery store to not stock the shelves anymore with that that devil drug. <laughs> Picketing outside of Smith's. Rock Kidney Bottom says pills. kidney stones aren't fun. I've heard. <laughs> no, I I thankfully have not had to deal with that yet. I think my body has responded to the Mountain Dew use by adapting and evolving it. forward. It, my body functions on Mountain Dew now, and I'm fine. Totally. No problems. My body's evolved not to need any fruits or vegetables except for candy. <laughs> so, I mean, it's possible. You're not the only one. I know quite a few other people <laughs> right. that pick all that stuff off. So, um,. So now back to the repeal. Please <laughs> don't. I know. Um, so now the first two approaches are to repeal. Another would tighten the law to such an extent that only a fraction of the current 28,300 cardholders could qualify for medical pot in the that future. That was their backup plan, their contingency mm-hmm. that we told you all about why it was a terrible idea last episode. Check that right. out if, if you want to go back and listen. So, And it would also put many Repeal caregivers... is no. Your second is no. Yeah. It would <laughs> what put, else do you got for us? It would put way too many people out of business. I mean, number two is not an option either yeah. because it's just as negative as number and one. And let's say hypothetically, if you have a caregiver and you're their only person, they're going to charge you as much as they can Mm-hmm. Because they have to make it worth their while to grow pot for you. Yeah. And if they can only legally sell it to you, then they have to make their money somehow. Otherwise, how do you do it? People start going it, back to black market prices. You can't grow good medical grade marijuana for really cheap. Like, it's hard to. You can. I mean, some people are really good and they can take dirt and they can make a good plant. But if you really want it, you want it tested, that takes money. If you want it... You know, it, it costs a lot of money to do. Yeah, it does. It and you can't you can't have just one person growing for one person. That is so inefficient mm-hmm. because you can 
that it's just a it's that's dumb. Well, and no. then you end up with with way more overstock too if you only have one person. That's exactly, and then it goes bad you. because it will go bad it, yeah. if it dries out too much. Then it's, it's kind of gross, and no one wants to smoke or that shit. If it shit. starts getting moldy, exactly, it's gone. You need multiple. You need. Why is there a cap on how many people my business can have as customers? Are you capping the cell phone company because I hear those cause cancer? Okay, just something I heard. Well, and see, the, they're not even thinking about the whole trickle down effect, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, tonight. yeah. Let's. I mean, the electric company, the how, hardware. What we stores. said is, if they repealed this completely, how many people in the valley, in our community, just here, would feel that? And it went Everybody. all the way down to Lowe's and Home Depot because no one's buying shit to build. All of the grow shops that opened up, they're going to go out of business. Uh, the electric company is going to notice a huge decrease, decrease. in use. Yeah. So they're going to not lose profit, but they're not going to make as much as they would have. Um all the people that are renting out buildings now that yep. are going to be vacant. There's going to be landlords that are going to end up having to foreclose Not to mention everywhere. how many people like our friend Ed Bland in the chat are going to be in the hospital more often taking up beds that they normally wouldn't need if they were able to smoke pot. Or how much quicker is their quality of life going to go downhill in general? And how general? many more people are going to go to jail because of something that they should never go to jail for? For it's, trying to help somebody. It's insanity because they're scared of this one top layer. This one little top layer that's the patients and the caregivers. They don't think about everything that comes below that. It's like we said, this and benefits. They're not, even, they're not thinking about any layer of it at all. No, they're not. And they don't understand that this benefits the whole community. This benefits the whole state. Yes. And I think that we should reiterate. If. We voted this in. That means we wanted this. The people we, of the Montana people. wanted this. Right. Is this a dictatorship? You did we? Did can, we? Yeah. You cannot take that away from us. We as well voted you in. Right. And if you repeal this, we repeal you. And now if you want to be the dictator, then we can all vote on that and decide, you know, which way that's going to go. But mm -hmm. the point is we get to... To have that vote. It's it's not fair that, that you get to decide what laws we have based on Just because a feelings. church backing a group of parents holding up their children uh, over... They're afraid of something that isn't even in anyone's reality. There is no basis for what they're afraid of. Like I said, if this got repealed, their lives, nothing would change. The same dangers that their children face... Every single day in the world, you can't idiot-proof the world too much. I mean, you try, but... Well, like, but if they do that, nothing's going to be any different for them personally. What the hell are they worried about? They, be, they want that facade that they're safe. If You're they don't safe. see the leaf what on happened? the street corner, then they Is then they the leaf safe. jumping out and slitting their kid's throat? Like, what are you afraid of? Logically, what is it that you're you afraid of? You know what of? it is? is because they immediately take a line from the pot leaf to the heroin junkie hiding in the alley, stealing and shooting up. Well, then talk they to the doctor. They see those two things as being the same. That's ridiculous. They don't see all of the benefits that can come from this. Not just medically, but, I mean, there's a lot of uses for the hemp plant and the marijuana plant. Yeah, even like industrially, like we were talking about before, there's so much, so much that and can they, be done. They are just 
it, the reefer madness has blinded them. We got a voicemail. Can I play this real quick? Because it kind of has to do with what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you guys can leave messages when the show's not live, 406-204-4687. And uh, I thought this was kind of cool. It's uh, two minutes, but it's, it's pretty neat, so just uh, listen. Yeah, my name's Thomas. Not really. It's the first time I've listened to the hot box, and I'm doing it over the internet. Um, I'm wondering if these people that are trying to repeal the laws that you all worked so hard to set, why can't you ask LEAP, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, to speak on your behalf or on your show? They have some wonderful speakers that articulate the madness of prohibition better than anyone I've ever heard before. And it seems like so many people are focused on the smoking and the medical part of marijuana. And nobody's even talking about the endless opportunities of what can be done with cannabis outside of smoking it or medically. I'm talking about clothing, I'm talking about fuel, I'm talking about oils. I, I don't understand either. I'm in a state that has the harshest laws of all for marijuana, which is Missouri. And I, 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 I'm speechless when I when I look at the situation. And I, I, for the life of me, I, I, I applaud you all for what you're doing. I'm totally on your side, even though I've never even been to Montana. And what do we do? How? Just keep on with what you're doing. There's there's more support even outside of Montana, outside of California, down here in Missouri, out in the woods. <laughs> anyway, keep up the good work. There's more of us behind you than you realize. And keep Leap in mind. They have some wonderful speakers. Thank you. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. We have the woods of Missouri backing us, and I think that is so awesome. That is very cool. But yeah, just someone that just was like, hey, here, here's a, here's a phone call. Here's a message. Here I Keep am. doing what you're doing. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And there are. And these people have no idea. There are so many of us out there. Like, majority numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Enough to sway poles and stuff. They don't, they don't think about that at all. I mean, every place that I've ever worked... If they would have done a drug test and fired everyone that tested positive, yeah, for sure, they would have lost everyone. But like one or two people, like the 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 other people that work there, that you don't talk about it around and stuff, you know. But everybody else would be gone, and they don't consider the amount of people that are safely using it every day. Yeah, right. At that right just next never to get counted. That aren't don't have addictive problems. That don't have criminal problems that are raising families that are doing just fine but you just don't know because they know they're smart enough to keep it on the down low yeah they do it in the privacy of their home they go out they they risk you know just from trying to get the pot repeal which is ridiculous not the answer and over regulation is really not the answer at all either 
I mean, there's got to be a way that the the regulations that need I to happen can happen. It's an organic thing. Just let it go and see where it goes. And well, where we yeah, have problems, be... then assess those. Assess what's going on and focus on the problem areas and fix those. In a perfect but don't try world, to stifle the industry. Legal. But unfortunately, we're dealing with a government that since 1937 has said this is bad, wrong, and illegal. Right. And they're standing by that regardless of how many studies they see that totally contradict all of that. There's no deaths. There are no then overdoses. We, <clears throat> we have to remove those f- officials? Like, what do we have to do? Because this is seriously, this is going on for just way too it's long. It's a mindset, though. <clears throat> I mean, even now, kids are still being taught in school <clears throat> how dangerous marijuana is. So when they go to a party... They probably, I mean, I know I had the thought that alcohol was the safest thing for me to do at the party because it was the legal item on the list. My parents can buy it from the store, but kids die from alcohol poisoning continuous. I mean, I don't daily. daily. I would say yeah, at least one a day, right? Yeah. What's whether it's accidental or on purpose. I mean, it happens because they feel safe about it. Marijuana and like we is said, honestly if, a better alternative. If your baby, if you had a baby and your baby found a bottle of aspirin and ate all of the aspirin, your baby would not be doing too hot, right? Now, let's take that same baby and your baby finds a bag of weed. Mm-hmm. It, how, first of all, if the baby ate the weed, unless the weed was decarboxylated, it wouldn't do anything anyway, right? So unless the ki- the baby figures out how to put it in a pipe and actually smoke it, there is absolutely no harm unless it chokes on it from having the yeah. actual pot itself lodged in its throat. In which case, that happens with money, toys, all the time. Mm-hmm. So what is your problem? And I hate that you're having kids and using your kids as your political agenda gain. Like, that is so infuriating. Mm-hmm. That's so... That should be illegal in politics. Yeah. Are those your kids? Well, then you protect them. Regardless of what the world throws at them. That's your job. Right? Well, yeah, that's that should be Until your they're job. 18. But I think that there's too many parents out there that rely on everybody else to influence their children. And everybody else does have some kind of influence. But you need to teach them... What your beliefs are. Right. And Justin Fan says, first of all, you are a terrible parent if your kid has access to either. Right. <laughs> that stuff should be locked up. But what I'm saying is, if your child got a hold of one or the other, there is absolutely nothing that would happen bad if, if right. the baby ate the, the pot. Okay. One of the things I like to point out is aspirin is something that is readily available everywhere. My children, your children, everybody's children can walk into a drugstore and buy that without question. Yet, if they were to sit down and take that bottle of aspirin, they would be dead before help could get to them. Mm. How is it possible that that is a totally legal, accepted substance? And I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm just saying... Who is How, it up to? It doesn't make sense to me that that can be something that my children can have access to. I don't get my kids taken away from me if social services walks in and there's a bottle of aspirin on the right. counter. 
Aspirin isn't schedule one. I don't get investigated for aspirin being in my home. But... It all comes down to this made-up scheduling system that we have this faith in. But it's wrong. Well, yeah. It comes down to the lies that have been fed to the politicians from the very beginning. I mean, this is all... Prohibition is all based on racism. I don't think people realize that. It was their fear of black men infiltrating white women using (laughs) this drug. (laughs) If they could have only seen what 2010 and 2011 would be like, that would have been the least of their worries. Uh They're like... Getting together, having team talks about how to, like, stop Lady Gaga from happening or something. Like, they will find something way more crazy to deal with than everyone getting high on some weed. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying kids should have access to marijuana by any means But that's what I'm saying. Whose responsibility is it? It's the parents to take care. Well, then that's what it should be with this. Exactly. And with alcohol. Exactly. Some people think it's okay for their 18-year-old to drink. That's up to them. It is. Then if your 18-year-old goes and kills somebody, that's on you. Mm -hmm. That's not on. Like, you have to understand that. Well, and with any medical substance, you know, you you have to make sure that your children are okay. I mean, you've got to make sure it's locked up, put away. They don't have access to it. Exactly. You need to educate them about those things. Just like guns. If, If your guns are laying out. Mm-hmm. You can have them, but it's up to you to put them away properly. I, you don't see a group saying, get rid of all... Well, maybe you do, but <laughs> they're dumb too. <laughs> like, it's up to you. It is, exactly. And so I think that the fact that there are so many parents out there that are scared that their kids are going to see a dispensary and start asking questions... That it's just easier for them to think about taking it away. All you have to ask yourself is what's the worst that can happen. They ask questions. So educate them. Tell them what's up. Treat it like it's a medicine. Just explain it to them the way you would a bottle of medicine that you have in your home. Right. Because if you lie and they find out, and we've said this before, if they find out that you lied, they're not going to trust you on anything and they're going to try everything. Right. You have to be honest with kids for sure. And it's... And everyone is you can't make criminals. You can't make criminals out of people, though, because you have a fear that your kids are going to have a problem with this. Right. You cannot do that. That is, there's, <laughs> that can't happen. There are dude. a lot of things that would be illegal if I was able to ban them based on my children's fears or my fears for my children. Right. My daughters would never interact with a man for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Some people if don't have kids for that specific reason. I know. Because they had such a horrible experience in life. They're like, I would never put anyone else through that. Kids should be educated. And for unfortunately, sure. there are a lot of politicians out there that have not been educated. They've been living they've been given in the very proper sterile lives. They've been given the proper materials. If they actually were motivated enough to do what yeah. the public wanted. Right. Like, even just open it and read a little bit. Yeah. Like, how long? You have five minutes. Take five minutes and open up what was sent to you and read it before you make this decision. Well, yeah, cause because we seriously. have actual, like, and it's not just all of the medical uses of marijuana and its benefits. I mean, 
This is also reports that talk about the employment side of it. How many people we have actually been able to give jobs? I mean, how many people actually have income now for their families who didn't have that before this? So on top of making patients like Ed Bland criminals, you're also going to take away jobs and money and heat and food for some families. Right. That this is what how they make their living. And and some of these families, they can't go back onto any programs to help them get from point A to point B. If you repeal this, you are leaving them in the middle of the ocean without a life raft. Mm. I mean, that is a horrible, inhumane thing to do to a family. And And you do it with ease because it's not your life. You're doing it because this other family that's being funded by the Church of Latter-day Saints possibly. is saying possibly is scared <laughs> of it. Well, yeah, you do it because this well-funded family up here that you think right. is of higher quality, a silver spoon if right. you will. They mm-hmm. have a problem with it. And that that's the other problem so with then all how of about, this is is the st- is status. How about you repeal it just for them then? And how about the rest of us just keep on doing what we're doing? What if we take everyone who has a problem with medical <laughs> marijuana and, and s- put we put them, them in on, Utah. Ooh, Utah. Ooh, that island on Flathead Lake. Nah, I want them out of the state. I'm saying Utah. <laughs> Go where the rest of the Latter-day Saints are, right? You want to that's your Mecca. I will help a fund for you to go there. They yeah, that if would you make promise life a lot easier. Never ever to come back to my state. I swear if I see you here, we're going to have words. They're not going to be nice polite ones. They're going to be loud obnoxious four-letter ones. Lots of adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It just, you know. Can we do that? Can we just send them to Utah? That would be amazing. It would be. It would Go home. Make things a lot easier. How many of a them lot. do you think are already from Utah? <laughs> They're like, not, I already you have know, a house. And actually, I don't even think the number of people against it is that big. It's just they have the bigger bank account. Is I mean, that all really, it comes I, down to? Oh, that's all politics comes down okay, to. Okay, well, I'll tell time. you what. You repeal this and we'll wait for five years and we'll all meet back here and we'll see who has the bigger bank account then. Because I guarantee people are going to smoke pot regardless of what your law states. And guess what? If this goes back to being illegal, guess what? Prices go back up. You know what that means? Bigger profits for everyone who's taking the risk to now grow it so that all of us can still smoke and not have to get it from Canada. So you really need to think long and hard about this. People smoked way before there was medical marijuana here. You know that for a fact. Why do you think so many people voted for it? Because everyone smokes. It was legal. For up until 1937, it was legal. Yep. Until aspirin was introduced in the late 1800s, I think. It was the number one prescribed method for painkillers. That was the main thing hospitals and doctors used to treat people and their pain. That's all documented in our history. So... I really, I mean... I don't even know why we're even talking about this. It's such a common sense thing. Like It's, it's insane. It's been such a part of all of our lives for so long. <laughs> and you want to re-criminalize it. 
Like, after all the work and money we've wasted getting it this far, you want to just totally erase it and start over because a group is afraid of their kids? Yeah. Maybe you should question why they're such bad parents and are afraid of what this will do. Maybe that's where you should focus your attention. Why are you worried what, what people do that is going to affect your kids? How How is that even possible? Well, you know... Some parents just... Some people's children. (laughs) So, okay. The third approach, back to the story that we started a while back. Please. Um, The third approach is to acknowledge that the medical marijuana industry exists in Montana. (gasps) Um, Oh, no. Crack down on some past abuses and establish for the first time a comprehensive licensing and regulatory system for the industry. No one is certain yet which, if any, approach can make it through both the legislative houses and get Governor Brian Schweitzer's signature. Schweitzer isn't taking any position until the bill reaches his desk. So it's up to him. Well, it's almost there. So far, the repeal bill, unfortunately, has passed the first two votes. The next hearing on it is on Tuesday. February 15th? In Helena. Room 102, 3 p.m. Yes. HB 161, Mike Milburn. Repeal the medical marijuana law. I hope you can all show up. We can't because we'll be at work. But I hope all of you can uh, make it turn out. Yeah, we need to make sure. I mean, and people should be calling. Um, I can't think of the number right now. I know, so I, I have hope. it. It's written down on a business card in my truck right now. Jimmy or Jimmy or Montana. Heidi. Yeah. Does somebody have that number? The Four, There it is, 444-4800. Call 406. If you, you have to be Montana, I know this shows yeah, please, worldwide. Montana but residents. 406 444 4800. And tell them that you do not support HB 161. You are not about making criminals out of good people. Yeah. And that's all that this is going to do. And you might get put on hold. When I called, I got put on hold for a while, but the lady, uh, what was her name? Patricia, I forget, but she was super nice. Mm-hmm. Be polite. Don't be like, bah, bah, you know. Yeah, like, they are. They are really nice when you call. It's a real person. It's not like a. Me- I thought it was going to be like a computer thing. I was just going to leave a message, and she's like, "Hello." I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> yeah, and they asked you a couple questions. Yeah, and stuff, I gave know? her. I was like, "Here's my name. Here's where I live. Here's what you know." Yeah, and they only asked those questions because, like we said, Montana residents, you know. Thanks for your support, people in other states. We really do appreciate it. But unfortunately, the politicians don't care. <laughs> right, because you can't get them a vote. Yeah. Like, you your vote doesn't vote count. In, for the, so. Just like if something happened in, in Colorado or wherever you happen to live, we wouldn't be able to do anything. You know, we can talk about it and, you know, get the word out. But when it comes to actually contacting the officials, you have to do that. Yeah, and they need to they need to have numbers calling I in. was straight up. I was like I will never ever vote for someone who feels that medical marijuana is a bad thing. Like I can't I cannot in good conscience do that. And she was totally she's like 
that seems to be the the sound of the day. You know, she was like, "That's that's good. That's been what busy. they need to hear." Yeah, so definitely keep keep calling. The more people that call in, the more support they see. The more they know that we are getting involved and we know what they are doing. We're not lazy potheads that sit around and don't read the news and don't read the history and Dude, don't we work do our all research. The time. We we have our our stuff organized. We've thought this through. We've decided what our battle plan is, and now we are moving forward. Yep. Yep. So, so February 15th, 3 p.m., room 102, remember. Yes. And that number again is 406. Where'd it four, go? 444. Four, <laughs> I totally four, lost zero, it. 4844 zero, zero. Four, 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 zero, zero. Take Thank that short-term memory loss. No, I was <laughs> looking for it in the chat. I couldn't see it anymore. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> the repeal approach received a significant boost last week. The House voted 6337 for House Bill 61 by House Speaker Mike Milburn from Cascade to repeal the law. It went to the House Appropriations Committee and is expected to return on the House floor for a final approvable approval possibly this week. It will then go to the Senate where the prospects are uncertain. Milburn said he's encouraged that his bill is gaining momentum every day from lawmakers from both sides. But Representative Diane Sands, Missoula, who led the opposition to Milburn's bill, said that there's a real possibility the Senate will reject the repeal bill because they don't want to override the will of 62% of the voters Mm. who supported legalization of Mm. medical marijuana in 2004. How, how, How many? 62%. 62%. That's, that's over 500,000 50- people. Huh. It's a, it's a voter too, huh? Uh, Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So I would like to thank the, uh, the Senate for at least realizing that we voted it in. And Diane Sands for actually yes. going against... Well, she's Democrat. All the Democrats were for medical... Uh, no, the there Repu- was one or two that did vote against, uh, for the repeal. Really? Yeah. This next, the second time around yeah. or whatever? Okay. Well. Yeah, one of the articles I was reading, it listed how many, how many Republicans to Democrats. Um, the second approach is to really clamp down on who's eligible for medical marijuana cards. Thus, also choking off the numbers of caregivers and growers. Thus, destroying what we're trying yeah. to create here as a, an actual legitimate industry. Thanks. Thanks for kicking us in the street. Why? <laughs> like, why are you singling us out? Because d- we're evil. What did we do? We're sheer evil. Just like natural, original sin. Heidi, ah! Heidi. <laughs> are we talking? Hello. Hi, Hi. Heidi. Are we talking? How are you guys? Good. How are you? Are we? Are we talking? He answered so fast, I had to walk away from my computer. <laughs> are we talking original sin here? Is this like old school biblical original sin? Well, apparently that's what they feel, since you know we use medical marijuana. Wow. Oh, that's, we're morally corrupt, don't you know? That's oh, evil. Yeah. So, Heidi, what's going on? What? What are these idiots doing? Being idiots. <laughs> doing what idiots do? Being idiots. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, actually, if you go, yeah, everybody goes and reads the news stories, but they don't read the comments. Oh, we read the comments. read the comments. 
The comments yes, are the, the best. the comments are outrageous. People are so, they're putting on such a show for people. There's people just eating it up. They're like, God, you guys are really dumb. And today, um, somebody who liked the safe commie mommy, that's what I call it now, the safe commie mommy. That's, that's awesome. I hear you were that's the one their, that broke. You, you on their bro- Facebook page, a guy went in there and he wrote this long post going, you know, you guys are really looking dumb now. You're just fighting to fight. You're not having any facts or backing it up. It's, you were the one that broke so, the news that they were funded by the LDS, weren't you? Well, yeah, I, I got information on that from a patient who had been, like, <laughs> publicly persecuted by these folks back really? last summer. What happened? Yes. As a matter of fact, if you watch the uh, medical cannabis in Montana video that Tom Dobear put out, the patient that had her face shaded, that was her. Really? What happened? Um, her and her husband went to a cannabis meeting in Billings, and her her husband isn't even a patient. He only went to support his wife. She spoke, he stayed in the back of the room. But those activists were there and saw that he was her um, husband, and they got him fired from his job. Whoa. And essentially ran him out of town on a pitchfork, and that was all right around the firebombing crap. Really? Yeah, that was. There was so much happening in Billings at that time. It was really well, that's, insane, and that's why I went wild with the newspapers because it, you know they weren't covering anything, and then they're putting caregivers' homes in the paper with Google Maps, and you know, all, oh yeah, I, I just cannot that. believe our local papers don't cover this. Because Isn't that where there's that so much is that is happening, yeah. and it changes every day? I mean, the past three days, Wednesday through Friday, it was insane. It, it just it would change in ten minutes. It's crazy, and they're gonna—they're basically making criminals out of everyone that's involved with this. Well, that's—that's that's the intent of HB one sixty one. Right. So and, what's and I the... do have to tell you one thing, though. One thing about a lot of the reps that did vote for it. Now we have to keep in mind, a lot of these people are brand new in office. They've never been in office. We've got brand new people, and so they're way overloaded. So we have a house where over half of them are, like, new. And in all the bills that they see coming down the pike at them, they see nothing they can use to fix this. They have no tools, no resources, nothing to help them. I thought they were so the only option. Well, let me finish. The only option the house has at that point, and this is the logic that was explained to me, was repeal and send it to the Senate who had more tools. That was how I had it explained to me. Now... Since um, SB 154 gray bill has come out, a lot of the GOP guys are turning because there's a solution. That's and it's a viable one. one, and it rescues seniors. That's the one the MMGA helped uh, help do, right? Correct. Correct. The regulation bill. Right. Okay. And the thing that I love about the regulation bill is, if anybody remembers last fall, I was around all the time going, make it Montana. Make it Montana, where pioneers don't copy and paste. Okay? And this is. We're coming up with a completely unique paradigm for managing medical cannabis in Montana under a permitting and compliance model. And it'll set up different levels of licensing where, say, like, Sandy, you just wanted to focus on medibles. You could be simply a medible person under these guidelines and be licensed as that. Okay? So that sounds all right. Well, it makes right. sense. Right, and then it takes out the T word because you can't tax medicine. And we don't want to tax medicine. And Montana government is used to dealing with a permitting and compliance model. 
Well, if it's that, then why are they even trying to go the medical route? Just make it recreational. Say everyone can have it. No, 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 no. That's not what this is about at all. Then what are they trying to do? The problem that we have is, and for one, this was never started to be a legalization movement. So we cannot change the spirit of it. That was never the intent of I-148. Okay? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you can't change that in the middle of a horse, and that just takes out all the integrity of the medicine anyway, because that's what this is, is medicine. And that's why we're regulating it. And it's still Schedule 1. So as long as it's Schedule 1, you're not going to have that happen. Ever. It won't happen. So that's something you have to look at in the future is rescheduling, okay? But right now with what we have and what we have to deal with, this is really our only option. And if you really look at it, it's going to help seniors. The senior program just got gutted. I mean gutted. Mm-hmm. They're taking away their home health care aids because they don't have the money to fund that program anymore. And those home health carriers are critically, hugely important to a lot of the elderly that are homebound. Those are the people who go in and help take care of them and keep them home longer so they don't wind up in a nursing home. Right. So in a way, we're going to be helping the health care industry because we're going to help save this home health care program so that these people can stay home and we're not going to be waiting down the nursing home industry now because we'll be able to keep them at home with medical cannabis. Now, that doesn't mean they're patients. They're benefiting from the from the proceeds of what we do helping our people. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the So medical cannabis will be have. able to help the elderly as well. And if they choose to become a patient someday down the road, yay, great, we all know it's safe, toxic medicine. That's all fine. But in the meantime, they can um, benefit from our program and save their program. So what else is in the... Is it just, does it just specify guidelines for the elderly or does it, what other? Well, that's where a primary chunk of the money's going, like $3 million a year is about what's guesstimated. And um, that's really what we can guesstimate based on an idea of what we have right now. No, but I mean, as far as other people getting cards, like what are, what are the other guidelines that are going to be? Is it just the elderly can have this, or what are you? What are we talking here? Well, you're talking about cards. No, I'm talking about the elderly health and human services program. Right. It has nothing to do with medical cannabis. So what I'm asking is, in also in that bill, what else does it specify for other? For- oh well, the the majority of the money will go to the elderly program. The other million dollars is going to go to support the program within agriculture. Right now, it's set up under revenue. Revenue doesn't want it. We don't want it there. Agriculture wants it. We want it in agriculture. Okay. So it'll be set up under agriculture, and the money for the rest of the money will go to support the program. And um, then there's also some drug education in there for the communities, and um, I don't know exactly how they have it all sliced up. And what is out there online right now is simply the basic draft. There's still some things we know. You know, we have to add the ag in and get the ag department in there and a couple other little tweaks and twists, and then it'll be done. But it has to go through some legislative processes now with some attorney review. Well, of course. I mean, it wouldn't be getting anything done if we didn't. Right. Right. And the, the goal with this is to actually offer protection to caregivers from the feds. Because with a permitting and licensing model, you'll have licenses and permits on your wall telling them what you're available to do, what you can and can't do. And then 
the hope and the intent would be that the state will be able to back up the caregiver, not only with the licensing fees and everything, but, you know, they all have internal legal programs. They can do a little lawyer war that way. And then hopefully our caregivers won't be getting raided and hauled off like all the other ones across the country. Is the state, because the state willing, will protect them. Is the state willing to be down with that? Well, the way that Holder's thing is written... The memo says, as long as you're operating under state guidelines, pretty much all the states have to do is write a letter and say they are in compliance with permitting compliance. That's what I'm saying, though. Will they can come if, in it and comes, check with them. if it comes down to it, though, will the state be down with that, or are they going to say, "Well, we'd love to write this That's letter, the whole point of this legislation but we is can't to get it through and make them okay with it." Because if we do, we're going to get our federal funding pulled because it's still Schedule One. I can see. Right, and see if you get it into a like permitting that. compliance model, you can get some administrative rules put into the program, and so then that will give you some operating ideas so you'll know how it operates and be able to implement your legal program and all of that. But the thing of it is, is we're building it from the ground right now, okay? So that's the big thing that's really important, and it's tight, because we have to honor law enforcement. And the biggest thing that we're saying here is, you know, um, we want to work with you. We don't want to be considered criminals. Right. But haven't we been saying that for, like, ever now? They know that, don't they? Well, you can say it all you want, but until you get into some legislation... You know? Yeah, they like to see it in that black and white format. Mm. Well, yeah, wouldn't we all? Because that all, you know, when you have a law on the books, it protects you. Right, That's exactly. That's the purpose of law. So what are the chances of that one getting passed? You say it's pretty good? Well, you know, nobody knows at this time. We hope it's pretty good. People need to stay on the phones, and they need to write physical letters. They need to oppose House Bill 161 until that sucker is stomp, dead, dirt, pile of dinosaur poops on it in the ground. I look forward to that day. Yeah, until that thing isn't even wiggling anymore, you just keep opposing it. So what happens if they repeal? What do we do? Just say... Um, Quite honestly, I don't think repeal is going to happen. Let's hope not. Huh? I, I just, I, I can't, pa- I, personally, I'm saying, this is a personal thing. I can't fathom the legislators of Montana taking away a voter-approved initiative. Would that blow And harming minds? people. For I just sure. can't see it happening. You know, a lot of what's going on now is, it's craziness. Well, you know, you know you go what? Down and you see some of the stuff that's happening, and it's stunning. We didn't think I'm, that... Walmart should have been able to fire Joseph Kasside because of that, and the judge ruled that that was okay. So they may just well, Walmart's corporation with national policies. I think is part of that. I'm not defending them for one second, but I think that's he, he wound up in federal court, right? And that was and that's where he didn't want to be. Right, right. He needed to be in state court where his state law could have protected him, right? Because Michigan state law. But when they when they kept it in federal court is how they put the boots to him because then he couldn't use the state law. They totally knew that, too. I bet they they were the ones that were like, can we uh, just keep escalating this until it's federal and then we'll win? Yeah, that's That's such a scumbag thing to do, Walmart. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for the call, Heidi. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Well, I just everybody needs to be. I just really want to talk to people. You've got to 
hold firm. You know, I had to talk a few people off the cliff this week. There are people who are really freaking out. There are people out there who are uninformed. They read something in the paper and they think repeals common. They don't understand the legislative process. Right. So they think it's right now and it happened because they saw in the paper it passed the house. Yeah, no, I was in a dispensary today and everything was They think it's over. And so there's been a lot of distraught people, heartbroken, on the phone, stressed out, worried about their medicine. Oh, my gosh. Well, good. Those those people need to call that number and tell them. Right, but that's what we need to do, too, is be sure we're reaching out to those people. All you guys in your dispensaries, run your mouth all the time. Tell them what's going on. Okay. okay, Encourage them to call, call, call. Tell them nothing's happened yet and reassure them about the process and that what you see in the paper is part of the process. When the law goes down, we'll let you know. Come and ask us. Be sure you tell them that. Right. Because they read stuff in the paper and the papers are just really not being super favorable to a lot of this. And, you know, they like a headline. And so they see that headline that pops out and that's what sticks in their head and they think it's all over. Yeah. So headline. that headline can still pop, but be pro-pot also. That would get them more attention. Like, oh, my God, a paper that's actually coming out on the side of pot? Wow. Wow. Now one would think, you know, if you guys can get the newspaper to write anything, go for it. But yeah. I'm not holding my breath. I, I came on court on all this week. And as soon as the flathead beacon. So. Yeah. Well, we do what we can. Well, but everybody just needs to really um, operate under what we have now, standard, what we've been doing. Don't do any stupid crap. Stay above the law. Do not divert cannabis. Yes. What would you That's a cons- big thing. What would you consider stupid crap? Uh, like transporting? Well, like transporting massive he- amounts of pot and speeding and... Okay. Oh, well, all of the above, you know, be responsible with your cannabis. Stay within the guidelines that we have now. Um, and when you're communicating with these politicians, remember, they have 80 million things coming at them all at once. To keep it short and concise to the point, polite. Right. You know, you get more you get more butterflies with honey. I use my at-work voice so, when I call. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then the little gals that you're calling them to the phone line, um, it's great to have a great conversation with them and give them a good day. You can still leave a shitty message for one of your politicians. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have to be mean to the person that you're leaving it for, that you're leaving it with, because they're just the messenger. Yep, it's just so a job. So tell them, put, I said, damn, put that in capital letters. You know what? <laughs> you know, if you want to swear, tell them to do it that way, you know? <laughs> I bet you most <laughs> of those... Don't them out. They, mo- they have 80 million calls coming at them. So let them have a good day, and let them see that cannabis supporters are all very nice. When you call them that phone line, be polite to them. Hope you're having a good day. Oh, I can't imagine. This has got to be hell for you. <laughs> okay, well, I got some more bad messages for you to send. Be sure you tell so-and-so and so-and-so. I oppose vehemently, HB-161. Yeah, I bet most of those people answering the phone smoke also. You know, <laughs> well, I can't answer for that, but I bet you know. I find the more that I talk about the issue, wherever I go, there are very sympathetic people everywhere that you go. Yep. I mean, I was in the pet store the other day, and her husband's getting his card because he's been a, had a back injury for years. You know, <laughs> and these are people who are wanting to get into it. Now, even despite all the bad news and the legislation, there's still people going in for doctor's appointments. How crazy and getting is their that? Cards. Like, They're still getting their renewals. And it's still happening. It's not at the circus level of the freak shows going around all the hotels. What other industry 
Like even even Wall Street. Like if there were talks of let's say a repeal of Wall Street, like all the stocks would go down. Like there's still people trying to open up shops and mm-hmm. get their card even because repeal is on everyone's tongue right now. Well, you know, I that's really amazing. appreciate the spirit and I think that's what they need to see. But the thing about it is is then old Milburn gets a hold of it and he thinks the clinics are still running around. You know, and we well, all know that they're not. They're stopped. There's people going to doctors' offices. Now. Then maybe yeah. his you know? his uh, sanity should be looked over. And if he's not fit to do <laughs> his job, uh, then perhaps he should be replaced. Well, well, the one thing about Melbourne is when he ran for his office, he ran unopposed. And if we would have been I more will prepared in the industry for this type of I'm lobbying effort him. and behavior, we probably should have had somebody run against him. And I'm get doing somebody it in that right now. I'm d- done. Okay. Me. Mike, think, I'm taking you on. Personally, I think well, winning by running unopposed. <laughs> personally, I think winning by running unopposed is the equivalent of that guy in, the, in that senator who Arguing didn't on the internet? win oh. to the uh, dead guy. Right, right. Remember that yep. one guy oh. was running against the dead yeah. guy, yep. and the dead guy won. Yeah, yep. yeah. Running unopposed is is. I right will oppose and... you, Mike. I am opposed to you. <laughs> Taking you out. <laughs> well, move to Cascade County and go and develop some constituents and, and go get him, Matt. Okay, you guys you need can probably to probably f- win. Let's do this. How old do it's you have to be? I might have to wait a few years. <laughs> oh no! Whoever's going to run against him, they got to go start politicking now. Right. On on would you say this is a good platform to run on? Um, you know, I think by the time we're done with this session I think it will be. Yeah, it's on everyone's mind right now, isn't it? You know, right now I can't say yes or no, but I will project by the end of the session it it'll probably be a pretty good idea on a national basis to be on Whichever ticket is going to be supporting medical cannabis that is instituted in this manner. <laughs> Justin Fan says, I would have voted for the dead guy, too. Can't do much worse. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I, I was pretty amazed to see the Montana repeal issue come up in my jam hole news feed. I was looking for stories for the Friday show, and I saw uh-huh. that. I was like, what the? <laughs> That's not supposed to be in there. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? This is a, just a disgusting, horrible thing. Yeah, I agree. I fully is. agree. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, and then I was in and watched the reading on, uh, what was it, 429? I think that was Jer- Barry's bill. Hmm. That one was crazy. They actually stated in the reading of that bill, their intent was to leave it with, by the time this bill gets through and implemented, we'll have about only 200 less critical, critical patients, and they'll only be able to have stuff grown for them by a blood relative. Yeah, that was oh, ridiculous. Geez. We talked about that on this last <laughs> yeah, Tuesday show. Yeah, I remember that. That's, the, that's dumb. That's yeah. just plain dumb. Well, that's all another attempt. You know, when I testified, I said, you know, this bill really doesn't do anything. I think you've got better options. I'm opposed, and I think you should kill it in committee. You have work to do. There you go. All right, well, we're going to get through a couple other stories and then wrap this thing up. Thanks for the call, Heidi. Hey, no problem. Just encourage everybody, and I mean not just you and you and, you and Sandy. I mean, everybody listening. Talk to everybody. We've got to get along. If you've got a problem, talk to somebody about it. Be calm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Hold the ship. It's not over until the fat lady sings. 
Well, and, and then I am not even, intended to sing anytime soon myself. Even then, it won't be over, but that's all right. We'll get through it. Okay. Yeah, just everybody be strong. All right. Okay, you've been this strong and warriors and proud so far. Keep it up. Hell yeah. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Take care, guys. Thank you. Oh, whoops. Bye-bye. Heidi from Montana Connect, everyone. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. So let I do before we I know it's it's getting kind of late I do want to talk about this. Uh, we need to get him on the show. I I would really like to have Joseph Kasai on the show, and Leap while we're at it. Although someone in the chat mentioned that Leap wouldn't touch this show, kind of um, saying that maybe there's something wrong with the show or what. I never did get an answer. I was just kind of. <laughs> Curious, and I think Leap would touch this show. So there. Irv Rosenfeld touched the show. Yeah, he did. There Maybe he did. I shouldn't have made that motion. <laughs> touch the show. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so yeah, the American Civil Liberties Union said it will appeal a decision by a federal judge to dismiss its lawsuit filed in June against Walmart and the manager of its Battle Creek, Michigan store for wrongfully firing an employee for using medical marijuana in accordance with state law. The patient, Joseph Kasai, used marijuana to treat the painful symptoms of an inoperable brain tumor and cancer. We're all friends with him on Facebook. You can friend him also. He's a cool guy. Um, Michigan voters in 08 passed the Michigan Medical Marijuana Act, which provides protection for the medical use of marijuana under state law. But in a 20-page ruling, uh, February 11th, 2011, U.S. District Court Judge Robert J. Jonker (laughs) said the law doesn't mandate that businesses like Walmart make accommodations for employees like Kasai. Uh, So, I say that if you smoke pot and you work at Walmart, I know you probably need your job right now, but if you could, uh, just tell them to shove it and quit. How awesome would that be? (coughs) Quit and then go grow pot. Yeah, everybody should stop shopping there, too. That's pretty terrible. I mean, that's... And it's it's like like I said, that was a pretty, very, very shady way to, to, to escalate it into the federal mm-hmm. jurisdiction and then be like, ha-ha. Well, and it's pretty, you know... Oh, yes, caller, you're live on the hotbox. What's happening? Hey. Hey. How's it going, guys? This is Talon Lang, Missoula Chapter Director of the MMGA, just calling in to check in with y'all. Oh, hey, what's um, up, Talon? Hey, it's, it's it's going great, man. It's going great. We had, uh, you know, some interesting things going on in Helena right now. Um, Talon, I have a question. Uh, question for you. Pardon? Did you okay. you know the Safe Community Safe Kids people, right? That group. Sure, absolutely. Uh, were you? Did you hear that they were being funded by the Mormon Church? That's like a rumor yes. going around Facebook. Do you know anything about that? I'm curious. Um. I don't know any citable firm data, but that's that's kind of the word that's out on the street right now. That uh, that they have received funding um, from from the Mormon Church and also another church um, out in Billings where they're uh, where they're located. Right. So. Tr- so what does that mean exactly? That like what is the Mormon Church's stake in this whole thing? I mean, we all know that as a religion they're opposed to all drugs, but why focus mm-hmm. on this? You would think alcohol would be something more that they would focus uh, their attention on. This is far easier for them to focus on than alcohol because of its federal uh, federal schedule one um, listing. You and know, just, so it's very easy for them to attack. Right, because it's up uh, for debate also. And mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So that makes it a really easy 
um, issue for them to be able to attack. I mean, you know, for Christ's sakes, they're they're out to save our souls. You know, I, I just I think that my soul's just fine. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'd like to let them know that, you know, I'm a cannabis user. And, you know, if there is a heaven and if I go there and if they're there, guess what? I'm probably going to move right in next door to you and smoke all the cannabis that I want because I guarantee that it will be up there, too. So do you, think you want me moving in next door to you, smoking cannabis up in heaven, let me go to hell. Do you think <laughs> that they're going to try to repeal smoking cannabis <laughs> in heaven? <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, that would be an interesting. That would be an interesting question. They I should. Would, you would I think. I would absolutely love to ask them that. Logically, you would focus on what's eternal. Why would you waste your time worrying about what's legal here on Earth? I would focus on laws <laughs> governing the eternal heaven. There, they, so, they may have a lobby. They may have a lobby already. You would be surprised, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, what's going on in Missoula, man? What, what's what's happening? Actually, I'm calling in uh, to let you guys know about a Senate bill that's going to be read next week. Okay? Oh, please. This is Senate Bill 336, and it's a very, very simple bill. It's being sponsored by a Democrat senator um, and a Republican senator, so it has bipartisan sponsorship. Um, there's a lot of support for this bill, um, both with the Republicans and Democrats in the House and the Senate. Um, so I'm hoping that this bill will, will, will be able to, you know, pass. Actually it's, might have the opportunity of being the first medical cannabis bill to pass. Um, however, we need very, very, very strong support of uh, a showing of support at the Capitol on either Wednesday or Thursday. Now, we don't know when the reading is going to be yet because uh, it hasn't been scheduled. Dave Wanton Reed will let me know on Monday. But it's either going to be Wednesday or Thursday of next week that, that this bill is going to be read. Um, we need to get every veteran that we can find and get them down to the Capitol on those days, um, and people who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. So it's a very, very simple bill. All the bill does is adds post-traumatic stress disorder as one of the list of acceptable conditions for medical cannabis use. Um, we all know that, that we have more veterans per capita in, in the state of Montana than any other state except for North Dakota. And... The majority of these veterans suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, there have been many recent research studies which have shown that PTSD can be uh, helped by, the, by these medical cannabis. So we're, we're hoping to have a lot of support for this bill, and we're hoping that this, we can get this thing passed. So it, would you say this is a more beneficial bill than SB 154? Because it's one or well, the S other, right? Or can it be? Yes. Well, SB 154 has PTSD in it as well. Okay. okay? This is just, I, I'm, a, I'm a Marine, and I always like to, you know, proper prior planning prevents this poor performance is what I always right, right. thought. So, and so, you know, this, is, this is kind of a fail-safe. So even if right. 154 doesn't pass or something happens with that, this bill, being a standalone bill and doing just this one simple thing, we, I think has a good chance of, of, of passing. Right, and plus because the fact that... Because nobody wants to oppose veterans, both. you know, and, and, and veterans' issues. So, so does it apply the to... Veterans only veterans? The Veterans Administration actually um, has released a position paper saying that they're not going to be reducing any veterans' benefits or taking them away or doing anything like that in states that have medical cannabis laws on the books. So the federal government is now acknowledging medical cannabis in this way. We, as a community um, and as a state, really should recognize it as well and, and have PTSD as a listed acceptable condition. Well, definitely. But so does that encompass everybody? Or is this just for veterans? Like, will it be repealed then for everyone else? For or what does this do for? No, this, or does this, it? 
this bill this bill adds post traumatic stress disorder to the list of acceptable conditions. Okay, for so it, it takes now, the so, okay. I understand. It takes so the existing if you, and adds. If you say, to for it. example, have had a terrible car crash, or right, you know, right. God forbid, it's been raped, or something else like that, which has caused you to have PTSD, then you would qualify for medical use of cannabis. Now, it's interesting because most other states have PTSD as one of the acceptable conditions for medical cannabis use, but here in Montana, you know, we want to see a broken and bloody and bleeding and in the wheelchair, and if you have a, you know, a mental type of, of, of affliction, well, then it's kind of like, yeah, suck it up, you know? Right, But right. I think that we, we, lose, we lose way too many veterans each year to suicide um, and, and all these other terrible side effects of post-traumatic stress disorder, and so that's why I'm kind of using veterans as the main focus of this bill. Um, I think that it gives that the most weight, um, and um, you know it's something that's that's maybe easier for a vet to get up there and talk about, and maybe it's a little more comfortable for the legislators to listen to a vet than it would be maybe to hear somebody who's been raped and suffers from PTSD right. because of that. And I mean, the else. vet served so, that legislators' country basically, and right. got messed well, up these because men of and women. Yeah, these men and women in, in, in uniform have gone out and, and, and sacrificed so much for us. It's our duty as a society to be able to take care of them and to do whatever we need to do for them. Right. So um, that's why I'm calling in tonight. I, I'm hoping that this gets out and the news gets spread far and wide um, so that we can have lots and lots of support. I want to fill that place with that. Um, there's um, also on my Facebook page, uh, which is uh, Taylor Lang Facebook. Um, you can check me out. I have a uh, an alert which has a link to it. You can click on this link, and it brings up a little box, and you can type, you know, what you know about PTSD, and you know, uh, whatever it is that you want to type in there, and put your name, and click send, and it goes to everybody on the Senate Health Committee. Okay, so where this bill is going to be heard. So um, I I I would like to tell everybody, please go on, um, show your show of support here online with, with this action alert, um, show your show of support in Helena next week when, when we need you there. Absolutely. And we've, we've been spreading the phone number around too. I mean, it, it is like there's people are saying in the chat, it's easy to delete a thousand emails with the click of a button. But if you actually write a letter or call them mm-hmm. and actually get a hold of somebody, I think that is so much more powerful. But they also have to see that, hey, I'm having to click this button a lot because a lot of people are right. sending a yeah. lot of emails. So that does help mm-hmm. in just the sheer mass of how many emails people can send. But. I, th- well, I think you have to call that I gave, put The a testimony voice to that him. I gave um, the other day on House Bill 154, I, I stood up in front of the committee and I told them, I said, this, this was a voter-sponsored initiative that passed by a measure of 62%, more than, and, than any other legislator or even the president in that year. Yep. I said, the people have spoken loud and clear, and there have been four polls, four recent polls, one up in the Flathead, one here in Missoula, one in uh, Bozeman, and I believe one in... Uh, uh, maybe great Did you see Dylan. ours? Over 400 votes for do not yeah. repeal, and like maybe a little over 100 for repeal. And that was last I checked right. it. And so the people are speaking over and over, loud and clear, that they do not want repeal. However, the very, very noisy little voice of the Safe Community, Safe Kids people is all that's being heard. Besides that, um, we have a lot of people who are voting on strict party lines and or because of faith-related issues. Right. And so... That's why this is in, in desperate danger of going away, which 
is very, very scary to start to think about because this would be the first, the very first, voter-sponsored initiative to be repealed by the legislature. What kind of a message does that send when the people are voting things in and the legislature is now taking them away? Yeah, um, exactly. It, it, that it's means... no longer a government <laughs> of, by, and for the people. No, that exactly. And at that point, the people need to take responsibility and fix that problem. Repeal the politician. Exactly. And hey, you know what <laughs> I find really super shady about the Safe Community Safe Kids people? Uh, if you go on their YouTube page where they have all these videos, you're not allowed to leave any comments. And the only mm-hmm. comments that are on their page there say that they're just like so out of this world crazy and wrong about this. But then they lock it mm-hmm. all down. Like, you would want to foster a discussion, right? Why are you mm-hmm. completely restricting that capability? Like, uh, uh, you're just showing well, propaganda Well, at because that point. they know that they're wrong. <laughs> Especially they on know, the internet. down inside, they know that they're wrong. <laughs> they, they've got a real good idea of that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, anyone that does that, like, you have to think twice about supporting what they want. Because mm-hmm. th- that's completely well, shady. This is one of the things that, um, that, that you can do. You can go on to their Facebook page, actually, and um, there's a place where you can report um, if there's you know, hostile behavior or anything oh, else yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, flag, well, definitely. What you can do is you can flag it yep. for them, um, for them um, discriminating against people with disabilities. So, you know, if enough people do that, their page will be taken down on Facebook. Yep, and then they'll have to start over. And just, yep. I, I would want to just foster as much positive discussion about this as possible you know this is something i smoke if it was gonna hurt me i would want to know that you know like what are what are you thinking and Mm -hmm. uh, it's i just what we talked about this earlier but what i really hate is that they use their children as an excuse like your poor parenting that just infuriates me to no end it's always they start off every conversation and every time they testify with I am the mother of eight and the grandmother of 27 and blah, 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 blah. Then take you know, care okay, of your well, that's, flock. That's fine. <laughs> you know, that's fine, but that qualifies you for what? Exactly. <laughs> like, what does me smoking pot have to do anything with your big, giant, out-of-control, weird Mormon family at all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Not, nothing other than the fact that they feel that they're right and God is with them, and if God is with them, who could be against them? And, and, and it's very scary when you start talking about people who are, you know, fundamentalists and who are so Dude. close-minded by their faith that they're not really willing to, uh, to, to, to open their minds up to anything else because they're right, and they know that they're right, and, you know, that's, that's a very scary type of person to, to deal with. That is a... no talking logic or science or anything else with them. Yeah, that is a stone throws away from religious extremism, and we've seen firsthand the destruction that that can cause. Yeah. Is, like really is this what your support that's that blows my mind but yeah absolutely. all right well thanks for the phone call man we're gonna wrap this thing up anything else you want to mm-hmm. mention or get out there no just please please make sure the listeners know to support house bill 336 the ptsd bill send as many veterans as we can out there it's going to be wednesday or thursday of next week um and uh hopefully we'll be able to get this bill passed all right well we'll see what happens Fingers crossed. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank All right, you, man. Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. Bye-bye. All right. Look at that. Information. It's a good conversation. I always enjoy talking to Taylor. Oh, yeah. Uh, if Justin fans, like, they have a Facebook page? Yeah. 
do a search for safe come yeah safe uh, kids or something it's it's on facebook justin fan earlier in the orange pointed out their status post yesterday oh what was that uh montana needs the truth the whole initiative scam was a lie smoke marijuana does not meet any standards of modern medicine for quality and safety really with a nine to ten addiction rate for a adult higher for our youth this is a nightmare and we need leadership really wow i would seriously Test their sanity because some of these people may not be fit to be parents. I'm just saying I would be worried if you're talking that kind of BS on Facebook. Wow, that could that could be a problem household. Well, you know. Yeah, the- Justin Fan says they need leadership back to Utah. <laughs> I fully <laughs> agree. How many? I would be really interested to see how many of those women are actually from there and like didn't just move to Montana in the last year and a half or two. We thought this would be safe. <sighs> That's why we moved up here from California when I was 12. And you know what? It was a lot safer. My whole family has been here since... You know what? I smoked. Forever. I smoked pot when I moved up here, and it was a lot better. My life, well, quality of life, went up. My great great-grandparents were in Helena, and it wasn't until my grandparents that we moved a little bit more west in Montana. But yeah, we've been here a long time. Well, repeal is not the answer. Don't make me mad at you. Support these good bills. Do not support the bad bills. And seriously, go back to Utah. (laughs) Seriously. So, well, I think that's going to do it for another episode of the Hotbox in the can, in the tin, with legal federal medical marijuana joints. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for joining us every Tuesday and Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. And uh, make sure you're subscribed with the old iTunes and give us a rating and a review because we appreciate that and that'll let more people know about the show. And we will use this as a vehicle to get the word out. And I'll tell you a little something. If this does go all pear-shaped, we will use, we will lock this down to a password-protected invite-only <laughs> super-secret group, and we will get you your medicine. Yep. Pirate Radio all the way, 2011. Let's hope it doesn't get to that point. We'd like yeah. to do this the right way, but if... That would be sad. If you let Mormons run our way of life, I'm going to have to be angry. And you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. (laughs) Have to be an outlaw. So. Well, I think it's about that time. Episode 58. Haul on out. Haul on out. Mosey on down. (laughs) Kick dirt down the road. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks, Matt. Goodbye. If you like if you weed, like this weed, is where, this is where you, you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be.